platform. The opinions you're about to hear are solely the opinions of your handwrite podcast. I intend it to inform and entertain, not to offend. So sit back, relax, and we finna get to this business, y'all. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening to us in the world. It's your handwrite podcast with your boy C Ham, aka Kalel. With my brother by my side. D Ham, aka Ham Hefner. What's good with you, bro? Hey man, everything is everything, man. Fresh off that trip from Atlanta, man. Back in the area, man. Ready to get in this lab and put this work out to the people, man. He was in the A, huh? In the A. Hey, that's what's up. I was at that screaming SRQ, ho. (laughs) You had a good time? Yeah, man. I had a good time, man. That's what's up. What's going on with you? Oh man, I'm just say trying to keep it straight in the road, boy. I can't wait for February to get over with. Mm. Every week is some foolishness, some craziness, some bad news. I'm just ready for this month to get over with. But one thing about us hams, we'll take one on the chin, but we're going to give you a two-piece and a biscuit back and keep our foot on your neck. There so, you go, and that foot on the neck is the side. Oh, man, hey, something serious. Full course meal coming this way. But man. other than that, man, yeah, I can't call it same old suit, just reheated, trying to level up, trying to be the best man I can. But, hey, we're going to do what we do. Speaking of which, hey, we, I know we said we was going to drop our first YouTube video this week with the podcast on it live, but due to technical difficulties and just long, we both had long weeks, yeah. we just said, hey, we just going to step back and make sure we come clean and come correct the first time because you only got one time to make a good first impression. Damn so right, give y'all a good product. So that's what it's looking like on this end, but we got y'all next week, most definitely. So yeah, but we definitely got them on that iguana though. Oh, we did a food <laughs> challenge. Yeah, y'all be sure to check us out on that food challenge on you know all the social medias and uh, shit on my podcast, wherever yeah. podcasts can be listened to because we there, we everywhere, we right here, we out here, everything, and it was delicious. So if we're man, it was delicious to me, man, delicious, but again. <laughs> I eat in an apocalypse, <laughs> but I, reptilian is supposed to be on my feet, <laughs> not like, not on my dinner table, boy. <laughs> my man, my man. All right, so hey, so we're gonna get to this real quick with y'all because there's a whole lot in the news to get to, and uh, so now this happened on Thursday, man, and it put me in the mindset of what we talked about last week when you was talking about the. Uh, Satellites, Russia satellites, satellite, man. shooting stuff out, out the sky. Right. Indeed. So on Thursday, a lot of people woke up to uh, no cell phone service. Uh, AT&T customers affected with small providers like Cricket. You know, those of you who still have Cricket and Boost uh, and U.S. Cellular were affected. Uh, T-Mobile and Verizon was good, so I was straight. Well, I was a, we was A1. Yeah, I was straight, man. But most of the outages, now here's the kicker right here. Most of the outages were in big cities. This is what made me think about what you was talking about with the satellite. So most of the outages were in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, uh, San Antonio, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, and Miami. Now these are all the big places where everybody, you know, tends to go and be. So, uh, people were able to use their Wi-Fi, but no network capability. Uh, so if it wasn't that big of a deal, why is the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security looking into it, man? Huh. But the infrastructure, people, was, you couldn't even call 911. Some of these cities and places, 911 wasn't working. Mm. It was a big deal. 
at first they thought it was they were hacked or you know conspiracies or yeah. you know foreign people countries doing things they ain't got no business doing but according to AT&T it it was a glitch due to an update yeah so. to their systems yeah. but like you say the FBI and the Homeland Security are investigating so who knows man yeah. we'll see we'll we'll bring y'all more on it as it comes out man so um, I like to move on to something and, and I say this is, you know, I originally said, you know, to you earlier that it was sad, man, but it, it's more disturbing than anything, man. So Daryl George, uh, if y'all, if that name doesn't sound familiar to y'all, he's in the news as an 18 year old high school student in Barbers Hill Independent School District in Houston, Texas. Uh, he's been in in school suspension since August. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the school year. Beginning of school, almost over with a couple months. So he's not in there for talking in class, from fighting or being disrespectful to, to teachers. teachers. Yeah. Yep. So he's in ISS for a hairstyle, saying that it doesn't comply with the school's dress code. He got braids. He got braids. The Allen Iverson. <laughs> yeah, and I think they put a picture up, and he had. Uh, they weren't even that long. No, it wasn't. It wasn't it nice like- and neat. It was neat, man. He had the, he had the uh, what is that? Fishbone, fishbone style. So, cause I got braids, not dog. Mm. So I never. Boy, you crazy. So, now, originally, his mom uh, filed a complaint with the Texas judge. I mean, filed a, filed a complaint, and she took it on the on the aspect of the Crown Act. Uh, so the Crown Act is a it actually it's an acronym and it, it means creating respectful and open world for natural hair. Uh, that was signed into law uh, July 3rd, 2019. Yeah, 2019. The law makes it illegal to deny employment and education, man. So, But yeah, but Texas also had a law that dates earlier than that that was put in place. So the Native American males could grow their hair long hmm. just like the females could because that's part of their culture and so that law the judge said that's the presiding law because that's the original law it doesn't apply to other people that's not native american hmm. meaning us again remember that uh podcast award show we talking about going to in houston right but texas won't be getting not not nail dollar about <laughs> this pocket because boy, if people like us ain't ain't welcome in your state, or we get treated a certain kind of way, my my money, you don't want my money. I ain't spending my money. My green dollars ain't good. Absolutely. So whoever's listening in right now, y'all probably y'all y'all can have somebody take the stage and accept our award on. on, on <laughs> boy, you crazy. On, on our behalf. Boy, about that man. Might be right though. <laughs> accept it on our behalf. But the family the family is taking it to federal court, and they have a civil rights lawsuit filed against Texas governor. Uh, Mr. Greg Abbott and the Attorney General Ken Paxton uh, for not enforcing the law. Something wrong with Greg Abbott, man. It is, man. And his Attorney General, but something wrong with Greg Abbott, man. Well, they are uh, elected positions, dog. So Get out there and vote like we be telling y'all. There you go. Get them in. So we also brought you some information last week about uh, Ms. Fonny Willis. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I thought I was going to be able to check her out on day two, man, but they ain't even invite her back, dog. You know, it was something to see, though. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. So she was, uh, Trump hired a private investigator to map out the phone records of her and Nathan 
and Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor, and, you know, her being a district attorney, the data showed two over 2,000 phone calls and mm. nearly 10,000 text messages in, from 2021. He was married, Nathan was, throughout 2021. They were before and after Willis was hired to prosecute Trump for election interference. Now, here's the thing. Now, what people do in their personal life, that's their business. My thing is, like I said last week, what made you think you weren't going to come after them, this man, and they weren't going to pull out all the stops everything, and try to find every skeleton you got in your closet? So They don't pull out tax records. They don't oh, man. Out, you know, I mean, just everything. <laughs> It, but like she said, though, she ain't on trial. And at the end of the day, like he's on phone conversation on tape. Right. Doing dirt and doing wrong. So she's right. But at the same time, boy, you should have had your ducks in a row because, boy, this ain't a good look. It's smoke and mirrors, man. I think, you know, Trump right now, Trump just, you know, pulling pulling up a smoke screen, man, to get things off of him, you know, as far as what he is right oh, now. We'll see how it turns out. All I know, I, I just see waste of taxpayers' money. Yeah, absolutely, man. Let's jump in that sporting news, yeah, bro. Let's get on to some sporting news. So, uh, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and Luke Longley, <laughs> <laughs> they're going on a tour called the No Bull Tour. It's going to start out in Australia to talk about their careers. They'll also be talking about Michael Jordan, who they apparently seem to have some beef with how they were portrayed or not portrayed in a docuseries, The Last Dance, that was done by Michael Jordan. Tickets go on sale starting out in Australia. <laughs> the boy, this is hating at his finest. How you going to get mad because you don't like how much you're mentioned in my documentary? <laughs> go ahead, on, bro. I ain't got nothing to say about man, this. I, but I read that, man, and I was like, okay, so actually they should be giving my, Michael Jordan a thank you card because he made them relevant again. Thank for, you. For a certain time period, man. So like like my brother said, tickets on sale now. So if you happen to be in Australia and y'all want to check them out, y'all go ahead on and get some tickets. Support these people because they... they support? The, no, no, no. Don't tell them to support no haters. <laughs> support the hate. No. Like, No. <laughs> no. Don't tell them to support no haters, though. Okay, don't support the hate. Yeah, don't have that on us. Don't support the hate. Well, speaking about basketball, man. Yeah, I asked you about the All-Star game, man. You you checked it out. What'd you think about it, man? Yeah, three-point contest was good. Uh, The dunk contest was all right. What'd you think about the game itself? Oh, the game sucked. Boy, did you see the score? Yeah, but I mean, and I listened to Stephen A. and everybody talk about it and everything like that. Man, the score was two hundred eleven to one hundred eighty six. So it was, <laughs> so it, it was some scoring going on. Some man. scoring, boy, it broke the record. Yeah, it was some scoring going on. Yeah, uh, what the East? The East broke the record for uh, all all time scoring. For man, us. no defense. It, no defense got played. Like these All Star games, other than like baseball, I can't speak on hockey or nothing like that, but. Football and oh, uh, you see, football don't even play though. They do like skills and flag now. Nah. I agree with that, man. I do. I agree with that, man. No, nah, because here's the thing: your contract when you got the, you get extra perks and mm-hmm. extra money mm-hmm. when you're called to an All Star game where you're All Pro or first team this or first second team that. That goes on your resume as an athlete. 
and that helps with your money. And so how can you, you like, come on, growing up, All-Star Games was what well, you couldn't wait to see all your favorite players play on the same team. Man, I was going to say, I'm about to give you your boy some shits, give your team some shots. The last, uh, I'm going to say, All-Pro game that I saw where somebody gave everything like it was a like it was Bear. a real game. No, till Sean Taylor. Oh, well, you, yeah. <laughs> Sean oh, Taylor. yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> he was out there breaking neck. That's what he did. Yeah, that's, that's what, what Sean. That's what he did. That's what he did. <laughs> he was out there breaking necks, man. I just saw an article the other day talking about is he the best uh college football safety ever? Of course. Yeah, and if he if he lived long, he probably would have been the best in it. Oh NFL man, too, Sean Taylor was something special, something yeah. serious. Yeah, he was. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. You still relevant. We still, as long as we speak your name. We ain't forgot about alive. you. Yeah, right. All right, man. So, all right, let, let's get to some entertainment news, man. Dame Dash. <laughs> oh man. So Dame Dash, yeah, <laughs> you all know he, he was in, he was up for child support here. But it's the last um, little bit of yeah, and it, it good thing about, he had going, it boy. About to go, it's about to go. So the co-founder of the Rockefeller label uh, has been ordered to sell his shares in Rockefeller. All of yeah, he only he only owns one third of shares, but still his portion, you know, it, it'll be gone. Uh, Judge Robert Luberger. Yeah, I may be pronouncing his name wrong, but told told him that he has to sell one third of his ownership to pay a judgment to a movie producer that filed a, a defamation lawsuit on him in 2022 and won. So uh, basically what he was saying, I think we told y'all a couple weeks ago how he was trying some new business ventures and everything like that. Bring him back. Uh, Rockefeller was one of those business ventures. So <laughs> uh, it looks like that ain't going to happen now. Oh boy, he can forget about it. So this like his last whatever tie he had to Jay Z or his empire, like it's a done daughter, boy. Yeah, once that's gone, he ain't gonna get no money. Hey, man, boy, you gotta humble yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jay actually gave him a chance to humble himself. Oh, man. And he wouldn't do it, man. But you know us, we we don't focus too much on that type of food. So uh don't sell them shares, you know, whatever. You know, hopefully we put them out there on the stock exchange or something like that where you invest in. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Wendy Williams is in the news. I think last time she was in the news, she fainted in the uh, Statue of Liberty uh, boy outfit. They say Wendy Williams got that Bruce Willis. Mm, it's some serious thing, man. It, uh, temp- it, dementia, right? It's a form of dementia, right? Yeah. So, um, from what I understand, it's a pro- progressive condition. You know, it results in changes of behavior, speech, and disposition. But she also has something called asphasia aphasia you know and that interacts with speech writing and the ability to understand good language oh wow yeah prayers to her and her family hope she gets better and they say bruce willis ain't doing too good so prayers to his family and to him as well yeah we ain't seen him in the news lately man like he you know his his daughter what's his, his daughter's in movies and stuff right? yeah you know her, demi, her mom, demi moore her mama yeah but yeah like oh you ain't gonna hear from him no more let's, let's speak Oh, man, he, yeah, ain't no more interviews from Bruce Willis, unfortunately, yeah. which is, he had a hell of a career. Yeah, so we're going to, I guess, Wendy Williams will fall off the same, but, you know. Uh, hey, but hey, sometimes, you know, I, I'm a strong believer in karma, boy. Wendy Williams, 
Yeah, she done. She ruffled a lot of feathers. Ruffled, plucked a whole bunch of them. She plucked. (laughs) 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 Oh, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Ain't huh? Ain't no. All right, so all right, man. So the the video, it's a video surfacing out there right now with uh with my man Donnell Rollins, Ashley Lear, Ashley Lear, my man, and Corey Holcomb. Yeah. So apparently, you know, Corey Holcomb, you know, went on stage after Donnell Rawlins set and called his act mild. I didn't understand that. What what was the big deal about calling it mild, man? I mean, it was whack. Yeah, that, that's what he meant? Yeah. I mean, was, was it good? Was it, you know, great? Was it, you know, fresh, dope? No, nah, that shit was mild. Mm, well, yeah. Don- How was the flavor? Okay. i tell you what. If you cooking some food uh-huh. and you done you done thought you done boy you done seasoned the hell out of it, what did you think? How how did it taste? How was the flavor? It was mild. You gonna feel some type of way? Yeah, you probably man. I ain't even like the way you looked at me and said that dog. See what I mean? <laughs> it was mild. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh man. So I mean, when he was doing it though, Donnell Rollins was still in the in the in the audience, and I guess the argument ensued and. You know, Corey was still making jokes, but Donnell was dead serious. He was talking about, you want to find out about me? Find out me in the streets of New York, son. <laughs> <laughs> find out about me in the streets of New York. Dead serious. So, man, what you think about Corey Holcomb, man? Corey Holcomb, he, he like, I think he just going against the grain with everybody. Uh, hey, sometimes, you know, people think bad publicity uh, sells. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I can't sp- sit here and speak for the next man what what he thinking but he definitely been on one lady but i told you the boy been talking he's been talking crazy the last couple of years so yeah he, i don't know he he wasn't like one of my favorites i did like him but now i'm starting to like him even less like he funny but he been saying a lot of fn stuff lately so like what do we do? We have another candidate, dog. Boy, he he. Do we he, have another little? He, he acting like he on the spot. To his name. He acting <laughs> like he on the spot. I tell you what, though, for how he been acting the last few weeks, man, I gotta go ahead and me and the people gotta go ahead and boo him. You know what I'm talking about? Go ahead and boo him, dog. Corey, do better, my boy. Do better. Do better, my man. <laughs> I'm writing him down, putting it down for FN candidate of the year, dog. Speaking of do better, man, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell them how they done tried Beyonce and oh, what in 2024 they with this foolishness. So after after I tell people about this, man, I want to get your take on something, man. This is, is pretty much about what makes something country western. So Beyonce is about to release a country western album, man, a whole album. Now, this Oklahoma radio station, and I'm going to call them out. Maybe y'all boycott them or something. I think the Beehive done already hit them over the head. 100.1 KYKC. Uh, initially, they refused to play Beyonce's new song, Texas Hold'em. And, you know, it's a bop, man. I listen to it, man. You know, I, it ain't something that I just jam or whatever, but when the windows rolled up, I listened to it. You know, uh, so, and you all know, and you all probably listen out there. Let me say this. We are Beyonce fans in here. All right. So uh, the Beehive came out to defend. Uh, the radio station immediately reversed his decision and is now playing it. Uh, but in a statement, they said they initially refused as we were a Rolling Stones request. Our, our, our station plays only country music. We just didn't know she had a country song. So in your mind, man. What makes somebody a country western artist? Because I mean, if 
let's just say just give, give me anybody uh usher let's just say usher came out and said and his album that's about to drop right now if he just said this ain't r&b this is this is a country album uh i think it has to do with like the tempo of the beat um the lyrics more so the production in it so mm-hmm. i mean like i say it has to probably have to do more with like the tempo of the beat and like the stanza of the of the words and the lyrics. So I don't know. What do you? What's your take on it? Well, I mean, I I really didn't know because they were saying, you know, we don't play B. We didn't play Beyonce because she's not a country western artist. Well, the only thing that makes a country western artist a country, and you said it before a couple weeks ago, man. Like when we did the country music um top five. You know, it was just you know that's that's like it's rap with yeah. just a with a bluegrass beat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if he if if she came out and said she's doing a country album, then that's what she's doing a country album. You know? So I don't know, man. But okay, so here's the thing. Case in point, uh-huh. Lionel Richie wrote "Lady" mm-hmm. for Kenny for Rogers. Kenny Rogers, right? Kenny. So because Kenny Rogers sings it, that makes makes it a country song. See what I'm saying? Because Lionel Richie has redone Lady uh, himself, obviously, because he wrote it. He owns the rights to it, and it blew up for him, too. Hmm. So if Lionel Richie sings it, it's R&B or pop. But if Kenny Rogers sings the same song with the same lyrics, it becomes country. Uh-huh. Says who? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Good point, man. You just proved my point. I appreciate that. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't Oklahoma would do better. And that foolishness y'all on, we're gonna laugh at y'all clowns. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. So again, happy black history month, y'all. We had the tail end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Last week up. All right. And as you know, we've been giving y'all some uh some black history facts. Um, this week's Black History Month fact. Um, I like to introduce you to Dr. Charles Drew. Dr. Charles R. Drew was an American surgeon and medical researcher. He researched blood transfusions and pioneered how blood plasma is stored today. In 1941, he led a blood bank for the American Red Cross, but resigned after the military stated they did not want to use the blood from African-Americans to support their soldiers. So he left. After leaving, he became the first African-American examiner for the American Board of Surgery. Dr. Charles R. Drew, we salute you. You know what's crazy? What's up, man? You know how he died? He died in 1950. Mm-hmm. He died in a car accident. Uh, he got in a car accident on the w- way back of leaving a convention at Tuskegee mm-hmm. in Alabama. So him and three other passengers, all African-American physicians, Mm-hmm. Who went to the conference? Uh, Charles Drew was driving, got in a car accident. They report say he fell asleep behind the wheel. The car somersaulted and curvied about three times. They say he died of blood loss and mm. severe injuries. What's crazy is so there's been like an urban legend and a popular myth saying, and it started on the episode of Mash when they were talking about you know being a doctor and racism, how the guy who invented the blood transfusion, Charles Drew, died because 
of his injuries from a car accident and the white hospital wouldn't take him. Mm-hmm. He had to go to a black hospital that that take him because he was black and he died on the way there going to the other hospital that was like 20 miles away from the white hospital. Wow. That was a myth because the physicians that who were in the accident with him saying because his foot got caught up under the brake pedal. Mm-hmm. So when it somersaulted, like he couldn't move. So, you know, the car went one way, his body kept going another way. His injury was so severe and his leg injury was so severe, he bled death pretty much before even anybody showed up on the scene. Wow. So it's just crazy that he actually died of blood loss. Blood loss. Yeah. And all the all the, you know, progressions and, that he came up with. Right. And they were saying how, you know, if or that, you know, people saying, Oh, he died because he didn't get a blood transfusion of what he created. They was like, if anything, a blood transfusion would have killed them quicker. So it's just a little, you know, a little tidbit there. Yeah, a little extra tidbit. So again, Dr. Dr. Charles Drew, we salute you and thank you for your uh, contributions to uh, what's going on even still today. So, all right, man. So here we go. We're going to get into some questions and responses from last week's episode, man. I'm going to start one out and you can keep the next one, man. So from the could you. The could you was, could you be with someone because they are rich? Okay. Ahmad says, people date for way less. Some date for a car, some date for a house, or for looks. I don't see how doing it because they're rich ain't any different. That's Ahmad. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, he's he using people. I mean, teach his own, but look here. That... Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the response, but <laughs> you gave him the awkward button. No. <laughs> oh man! All right. So what you what you got for the? For of course, the- if they do it for a car, house, and looks, they gonna do it for bread. That don't make it right. Yeah. No, I don't. But he's just on. Hey, I'm at a different point in my life. Yeah. I believe in bad calm, good calm. Hmm. All right. So what's your what's your next one, man? So the top five last week was the top five dual threat entertainers. Um, Leah. Leah had wrote in saying Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars, Usher, Michael Jackson, Prince. Hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you for your drop, Leah. Uh, She also said this is a list that was hard to come up with. I tried to come with a couple that you didn't have, but Michael Jackson and Usher, and you said that too would be on everybody's list. Mm-hmm. You know, so, all right. Yeah, shout out to you, Leah. Thank you for listening. All right, so uh, the corner response, is, we got this one from Mel. All right. Why can't people see that pushing their beliefs on someone is also pushing that someone away? That is good that she has found her way back to the to the religious part of her upbringing because there are a whole lot of other things that she can be doing. Touche, Mel. But the fact that you haven't made the change and feeling like a stranger in your own house takes it to another level. You need to set her straight or lose whatever respect you have left. (laughs) Damn. And that came from a woman. No, that's real, though, because here's the thing. So what happens you, the person that found the Lord all of a sudden, be Mm -hmm. on that that. Oh, lips that touch wine shall not touch mine. <laughs> so just because you, you don't want to have a taste no more, I'm supposed to start drinking? 
Where that came from? <laughs> <laughs> or how about like what happened? You decide you want to be a vegetarian one day and wake up, be like, the Lord told me I ain't supposed to eat, or not even the Lord, just you in general, be like, you know what? I want to be a vegan. I'm gonna, I'm done eating meat. So I'm supposed to stop eating ribs and all that because you decide you don't want to eat meat no more. Like, how you gonna push that on somebody? And then if you give up that. Or you let somebody else call your lifestyle that's respectable. Where where does it start? Where does it end? It doesn't end, man. It doesn't end. <laughs> I think Floyd talked to Jefferson. I think I saw him on the Jefferson one time. <laughs> All I know is that was when he said, I said, boy, that don't sound like some I don't find the Lord. Like, so I can't drink because you don't want to man, look here. I think Florida, I think that was on the Jeffersons. Oh man! So thank you for your right there, Mel. Uh, and anybody else, once we once we get to all these others here, you we're gonna give y'all the call sign here again. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe button uh, every chance you can get. You know that you can find one you haven't hit it yet. But you can hit us up on uh, at your handwrite podcast at gmail dot com. That's y a h a m r i g h t podcast at gmail dot com and Bruh, they can find us anywhere there's a podcast. Pretty much. Heard, so. If they got a podcast and you can download and listen to it, we on the, we out you. There it is, man. So y'all y'all know how to reach us. Uh, go ahead on and hit us up, man. So, All right, so what's your, what's your could you for the week, man? We're rolling into the could you. Uh, so the DHAM could you of the week is could you date someone with a speech impediment, stuttering, lisp, any of that? <laughs> We gonna have to sit back while you while you smoke and drink, and I sit and sip, man. And I I got to dig into your mind. Oh man, I've dated I've dated both. I no no I've dated a list person with a list. I went on a date with a person that stuttered. It was a double date, blind double date. Can you Uh, talk about it? Yeah, I talk about it. (laughs) Me and my homeboy Eric, my partner in crime. Shit, boy. So he, you know, he homeboy. So. You know, and then we smooth, good-looking brothers. So back in the days, like, oh, you know, you start talking to, you know, conversing with a, a young lady. Oh, you got a homegirl? You got some friends or cousins or something? Like, my homeboy, like, you know, so we always looked out for each other. And then, you know, it was like good dope. It sold itself. So whoever we was like, oh, that's your homeboy? Yeah, I got to You know, I know you do. Make sure she cute, you know. Man, he set me up on a double date with his date's cousin. Mm. But when I tell you she dressed it like a black Mennonite, stuttered, and was talking shit. Oh. <laughs> we went to the movies. And I think I think the the girl Eric was with was dick teasing and talking all that that yin yang. Boy, I think we left ended up leaving them at their ass at the movies or something. Uh, uh, boy, all I know is we we dropped them and went and hollered at some other ones that was bothered and with it. Like so you ain't really have a chance to really communicate with her that much, there. Huh? She was studying, like, the, like, man, and then talking shit. Like, how you talk shit and you stutter? Like, boy, nah, I can't do it. Like, and I can't do it. And then, like I said, I dated a girl one time, and beautiful, fine, great job, college degree, everything. But boy, she sounded like Sylvester off Looney Tunes, suffering sucker tash. I thought I thought I put a cat. I thought I thought I put a cat. So, like, oh man, oh, should be laughing. I'm just, I'm just being. And I know me, like, we got an argument or something. Like, 
or like with, with no, like just like with a stutter. Like I, you'd be like, shut your st- stuttering ass <laughs> up. Like, what what you gonna do? Do sounding like uh dude on Hall of Nights. You like you you getting ready to, to, to be rich? <laughs> so, nah, bro. I done been there, done that. Like, oh, nah, man. I can't do it, man. Like I say, uh, well, I, I I haven't dated anybody that uh, that had a, a speech impediment or, or anything like that. Hell, I I, I die let me make people think and say we got a speech impediment, depending on who we talking to. Or oh, well, you you know my speech ain't the best. Now, what's behind these two ear holes? It's something different between oh, these two ear holes. Something different, but I already know I don't have the proper English. And and boy, boy, I talk too fast. I'd be stumbling over my words because my mind moves faster than my mouth sometimes. So, but, hey, but hey, teach his own. Yeah, yeah, but I, I ain't never dated with nobody either who they had a lisp or, or stuttered or anything like that, man. Uh, so it. If I was in the market or anything like that, I don't think that would be a, a, a end all for me. Now, it's something that anybody who knows me and you know, if something funny, I'm I'm probably gonna laugh. So, oh yeah, most so, definitely. So if they if they talking and they saying something and I just bust out laughing, you know, or whatever, <laughs> what you laugh, they might have to ask me over and over what I'm laughing. I wasn't expecting that. Like, <laughs> or, or I'd be like Richard Pryor all of that, yeah. I, it took me a while, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. And we'll be like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't help it. What you gonna do? Like, what you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know what you gonna do, but and I ain't yeah. trying to be shallow or nothing. They just, I'm just being real, and I've been there. Yeah, and you know what? So you know, and stuff like that, man, is the reason why I believe in good karma, bad karma. Because man, the way I used to be back in the days when I was out there, boy. But I mean, you like what you like, just because they stuck. Oh yeah, I mean, no, I mean. I could have maybe got past that, but the fact that you stuttered and talked shit. Yeah, see, so I mean, what nothing like, wrong with that? What you mean, what nothing wrong with that? I mean, wasn't what, what nothing wrong with you with leaving out alone? Oh, boy, I didn't, hey, boy, look here, I, I, I'm telling you, I have to talk to my dog, and but I think we left their ass at the movies. Hey, we finna go to the bathroom, and we hit it, and we went <laughs> holler at some ones that was you know way better time with, and we laughed about that shit. They probably gonna laugh about that shit. What are you talking about? Remember we left them girls at the movies and we went because I sold his ass out. Like, man, did you know she started? <laughs> well, they might like, be how you gonna hook up with her? I'm gonna hook you up with somebody in the wheelchair next time. Like, <laughs> you talking? Yeah, man. Like, and then like we both. I was like, damn, how she? All that shit she told me she started dressing like a little house on the prayer. Oh man, man, and she was from the queue. I think she was from Braden. Yeah, she would. Yeah, <laughs> no, Brady had some bad ones, man. Anyways, man, let's get the next yeah, segment. All right, man. So, I so I mean, I answered mine. I you know I don't you know that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. But again, y'all know the y'all know the call sign. Hit us up at your ham right podcast at gmail. Oh man, boy, we gonna get so many. I, I already know bad reviews. We're gonna sitting there laughing. But hey, you know, hey, our intent is to inform and entertain. Not to offend, and we say, so, and we real, yeah. So it, you know, it, I don't it, give a damn. I done, it, I done had a rough week. That, so, so be it. I, mean, you, I take what go with it. it. All right, so y'all know how to hit us up. So all right, so here we go, man. What's your, what's your top five? This- so since it's the last week of February, Black mm-hmm. History Month, mm-hmm. even though our history shouldn't be just subjected to one month, you know, twelve months out of the year. Absolutely. Um, I felt the need that we should do top 
our top five civil rights leaders not named Malcolm or Martin hmm. or Rosa or Harriet. <laughs> okay. So, you want to go first? You want me to go first, bro? Uh, you go first. All right. Uh, this is in no particular order. And it was hard. This was a hard choice because it was, you know, a plenty. But uh, W.B. Du Bois, mm-hmm. founder of NAACP. John Lewis, you know, congressman, civil mm-hmm. rights leader, freedom rider, helped organize the March on Washington. Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. Groundbreaking and multiple groundbreaking uh, judgments with the Supreme Court that, you know, helped black people and the first black Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. H. Rap Brown, hmm. also who changed his name to Jamal Alameen. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I, I, like, I always heard about him before I actually knew who he was because Pop, Pop said that's because that was one of Pop's nicknames when he was growing up. They called him Rap because he. He had that fro like Rap Brown. Rap mm-hmm. Brown had a mean fro. You already know yeah. Pops fro was immaculate. But um, he was a part of the Black Panther Party. He was a, he also founded helped found with another person I'm about to name helped found an organization or a party called the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Party. He was on the FBI's ten most wanted list. Mm. He was arrested, got out. Became a popular, you know, a mainstream citizen, upstanding citizen, and that doing helping out the black community. He is currently doing life in prison for the murder of two Fulton County deputies in a shootout he got with them. Georgia, Georgia, Mega Evers, mm-hmm. out of Mississippi, civil rights leader, World War II veteran, helped everything to. Make black people prosper in Mississippi from voting to equal rights. He was assassinated in the driveway of his home. Also, like I said with Rap Brown, uh, he worked with another individual to help form a few parties. One of them was called Stokey Carmichael. He later changed his name to Kwame Ture. Okay. He was the honor. He was an honorary prime minister of the Black Panther Party. He's an original freedom rider. And like I said, he uh, helped found numerous, multiple civil rights parties or organizations with H. Rap Brown, um, Huey Newton, and Bobby Steele, mm-hmm. co-founders of the Black Panther Black Party. Party. Yep. yep. And I mean, everybody know about the Black Panther Party. So if you don't, <laughs> pick up a book or something. There's something wrong with you. Mm. But yeah, that's my that's my top five, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, we kind of crossed. We crossed up on a lot of that, on a lot of those, but not a lot of them. A few of them, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just name off the ones that I have that you didn't already have, and these are probably in your honorable mention. You just, you just gave me spirit, gave me a little bit of grace here. Uh, I'm gonna go with my man Nat Turner. <laughs> boy, that's a good one, boy. Go that's Nat. a good one. I'm mad because I highlight that slip. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my man Nat Turner because we say all the time, you know, we more we more uh, Malcolm than Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right, uh, and you know, he put an end to the myth that you know, black that slaves were too servile to re- to revolt. You know, it didn't end well, but you know, he's in history and he he's one of our soldiers. Uh, Sojourner Truth, 
she was a her, you might know her people might know her from her famous speech ain't i a woman mm-hmm. um at a time at that time period she was able to meet with abe lincoln and thank him for uh so-called freeing the slaves and you know uh lobby she did a lot of lobbying against segregation um i have huey newton and bobby seal on there but you mentioned them with the black panther party um you also mentioned uh, about freedom riders so james farmer mm. you know uh he founded the committee for racial equality in chicago in 1942 uh and he was the organizer uh, of the first freedom ride in 1961 mm. you know so a few of these names that we mentioned, you know, uh, John Lewis and, you know, James Farmer, you know, uh, they they served next to Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. you know, during that time period. So um, that's a there's and some honorable mentions that I have. I'm going to just drop them real quick, man, before we move on. Uh, we got Ida B. Wells, mm-hmm. uh, Angela Davis. Great ones. Marcus Garvey. Great ones. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. So. Uh, we stand on the backs of these of these individuals and more. So we salute you all and uh, even the ones that we didn't mention. And it's only you're not mentioned only because of time. Mm. That's it. Speak that shit, brother. So, gospel. My man. My man. All right, dog. Your segment. The segment, man. It's that time, man. You want to be ready to go hang out on the corner? Yeah, let's go hang out on the corner. All right, man. Let's dim these lights right we finna go go hang out on the corner. Uh, this, this cat wants to remain anonymous, man. I want to know your name. <laughs> Why you got to be anonymous? Yeah. So he's going. We we gonna leave him anonymous, man. So this one says, "My wife talks about this guy from work a lot. We both work. We both work from home, and I have to hear him hear them talk about them all the time. Ninety five percent of the time, their conversation." is about work and the other five percent is laughing and talking about family yeah he, he's dropping the whole time man <laughs> you're hustling <laughs> oh man i uh, i know i may be a bit insecure for saying this but she doesn't seem to be that happy when she's talking to me <laughs> <laughs> the last straw dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the last straw was when i heard them in the meeting and <laughs> this 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 is funny the last straw is when i heard them in the meeting and I guess he was late. <laughs> <laughs> and then they asked her, has she talked to her work husband today? Mm. She quickly replied, no. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I closed her laptop. And that is the biggest fight that we've ever had. I don't think I handled that wrong. What do you think? Anonymous. Want me to go first? You yeah, want to go first? Yeah, go ahead, man. This this was kind of kind of comedic to me, but yeah, go ahead. All right. I see. I don't know nothing about no work wife work husband. I not. I know what it is. I know mm-hmm. like what they talking about and stuff. But like, I don't never believe in messing with people on your job. Mm-hmm. Putting you, putting you. I call it putting your dick in the cash register. Is money first? Like you missing business with pleasure, and that's a bad like. Nothing good comes of that. I've been there, done that. And years, years, years ago, I was like, never again. As a young kid, I was like, boy, this bad business. Like, it's only the way I see it, and I'm going to keep this short and sweet. No, you, you no, because trust me, and you're going to help me with my answer, because check this out. <laughs> okay, if you got a work wife, 
Uh-huh. And she complained about her husband, right? Uh-huh. Being the brother that you is. <laughs> and she come to come to work one day and Whoa. be talking about Yeah, well, yeah, right, past tense. But no, because this is how you talk and think. Oh, he tripping. He don't approve. He dogging me out. All he want to do is argue. I can't stand him. What you oh, gonna say? Thank you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> He don't love you like you. <laughs> he, don't, he don't appreciate you for the woman that you <laughs> See what I mean? Now there's going to be a... Now, all of a sudden, light bulbs or feelings that might have not been there be like, oh, he appreciates me. Boy, that's why I don't entertain or believe in that stuff, though. Now, I know people say that and that's joking and all that, but he even say himself. She had like she more happy to talk to him then she is yeah, to me. That's a problem. Man, boy, he might have already tapped that fishing pole in that pond. Well, I mean, they work from home. So, I mean, it ain't like, you know, like they're going into the office. Every I day. mean, you work from home, right? I do. And you go but to I go, the, I go in once a week. You go into where once a week? I go into work once a week. I go in into the, the office. Into the office once a so week. We had, so, you talking about working from home, going to the office. We having this conversation. Why? Because. He said they work from home. He didn't say nothing. Okay, you work from home. Ain't no, you go to the office when? On when? One day a week. But you go though, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> boy. Uh, what you do got a point, though. Anonymous? <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Well, if y'all work from home, how people who don't even work with y'all calling y'all work husband and. All right. That must, that must be a lot of conversation. Boy, I'm done with it. That must Bro, you weren't wrong. Stand on your business. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, but I'm going to go back and, and start. Because <laughs> she might have a work husband. Yeah. That be well, sweet, sweet, sweet nothings in her ear. Who knows? Who knows? That's a lot of conversation. And and I say that, like you said, I work from home. And we ain't, I ain't, I ain't on, the, on the phone all the time and everything like that. And I don't think anybody that works in my office is on the phone like So that. how friendly are y'all on the Zoom calls? I ain't talking about you. I'm talking oh, about them. If, oh, if your coworkers talk about where you work, like yeah. Well, speaking, I'm gonna say this. I was I was a work husband before. I was a work husband before, and it and it was strictly platonic and everything like that. But listening to this, I can see how it could be misconstrued because you know they and they in their context they saying like you know wow y'all work well together y'all it's like y'all married or something like that you know. Um, but how it can be received, I don't know if I, let me, let me, let me slow that down. Cause I don't think I would be able to receive somebody calling the woman that I'm with, they work wife. I don't know. I don't think you're insecure with what you're saying and everything like that, man. Uh, I, I don't entertain that foolishness just cause like I say, I don't want to be misconstrued or people start rumors or anything like, okay, what you say. But if you're going to talk about it, man, make sure it's the truth, especially on the workplace, because that's messing with HR and that dollar. Yeah, the dollar, dollar bill. But one thing about it, like, I don't, a lot of times, like, I wouldn't even play that because don't flatter yourself and make, a lot of people have a, a misinterpretation of taking things the wrong way. And I don't want to mm-hmm. be misconstrued or you get an ugly ugly person or a person I you have no, you have no chance in the world. Like, I'm so out your league. 
like don't flatter yourself thinking it's more or like I like you or like I don't I just don't entertain it, bro. It's just bad. Like it's like I say, ever since I learned my lesson when I was young, that mixing business with pleasure on the job, like nah, I don't even like entertain or open that door, bro. That's just me. Yeah, I'm MOB. Well, Mister uh, Anonymous, um, I I don't. I don't think now. Nah, wait a minute. Let me back up. I don't know if that's when you say y'all got into a fight, if it got physical or if it was just verbal. I'm just going to talk as if it went verbal. Um, yeah, don't put your hands on them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talk as if it went verbal. Because uh, you're going to go to jail and it's, it's going to go from work husband to play husband. They're going to go play in house mm-hmm. while you locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't think you're wrong by how you handled it. I think you, uh, you let her know exactly how you feel. Now, the right thing for her to do would would be to nip that in the bud and be like, look, don't don't use that verbiage or anything like that because my husband finds it disrespectful. You know? So uh yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope it I hope the fight wasn't so bad that y'all lost each other. Man, you need to walk up in that house while you missed the bid. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I think he did. Between the sheets in my home. <laughs> Baby, wait, let me explain. Before you start to point that cane, girl, I'm about to have a fit. Have a fit, bro. You deserve it. Oh man, have a fit. It sounds like he did, man. Yeah, like rightfully so. So, all right, man. So appreciate you it. listening, though, yeah, man. Appreciate you listening, man. So, any again for any of these responses, top five, the could you, the corner. Again, y'all hit us up at your hand right podcast at gmail dot com. That's y a h a m r i g h t podcast at gmail dot com, and uh, let us know uh, one. Would you date someone who has a speech impediment? You can let us know your tie, even though we'll probably be out of the uh, out of the Black History Month, but it's, it's Black History Life here. So let us know exactly what y'all y'all top five um, civil rights leaders that aren't Malcolm, Martin, Rosa, or Harriet. You know, and also your uh, your response here for the corner, man. All right, so. All right, man. So I got a motivational quote for the people this week, man. What's up, bro? Drop that quote on. All right. So this quote comes from Mr. Tupac Shakur, who I see is the greatest rapper of all time. Touche. What nobody say about that. Uh, Well, he says the only thing that comes to a sleeping man is dreams. Mm. And that's that simple as that. The only thing that comes to a sleeping man is dreams. Mr. Tupac Shakur. Now, I don't believe he was talking about actual sleep. I believe it was it was a reference to life. That outcome of what you want to be or have doesn't come without hard work and dedication. Stop being a dreamer and sleeping on life. Be about that action and make your dreams your reality. Hmm. That's what I got to say. That's what's up, bro. You said a mouthful. Well, like we said, people, as always, we appreciate y'all support and love. Y'all subscribe. Make sure you get like hit that like button. Check us out. <clears throat> Check out that food challenge we just dropped at Iguana. Oh, and as always, y'all stay grinding, stay shining, stay blessed. We're going to get up. Indeed. And in the words of my man Stevie Wonder, hate knows loves the cure. So y'all stop hating out there and get to loving. We out. Great show, bro. Yeah, great show. Love you, man. Great show. I love you too, man. Love you too. Sorry, left hand down. <laughs> but I'm left handed. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing gave out us. <laughs> My man.